why are you different? Because I guarantee whatever you do, whatever it is you're doing, somebody else does it. I have asked that question in rooms <laughs> of thousands of people. Mm -hmm. Not once has somebody said to me, Buck, I don't have any competitors. It doesn't exist. There's always a competitor. Some have a lot, some have a little. But you know, you gotta know your difference and you gotta know it's so sharp that you can say it in one sentence. Mm -hmm. In less than a sentence, what makes you unique? That brings you into your value propositions. So you see, what I'm doing right now is yeah. I am verbally building your strategy. Yes. Where is it written? Show me. Where is it written? Why does it need to be written? Two reasons. One, as you build out these structures, by the way, I could speak for hours. No, please. Uh, I we love it. No, keep going. I won't speak for yeah. hours. But <laughs> you have to come to my workshop if you want to mm -hmm. see this. Or Ryan could bring me up yeah. and I could do a marketing workshop for your group, mm -hmm. right? I'd be, I'd be happy to add value to that. Absolutely. But, but the reason I'm making this point is one, if you know all of this, great, but how do you transfer this to someone else? One. Mm -hmm. Two, you're hit by a bus. Or you, let's be positive, you mm -hmm. go on sabbatical, you go mm -hmm. to Greece for, for six months. Yep. Who knows this? Where's the heartbeat of your brand? Where's the plan that's in place for, for you to institute and train people in your organization to develop a brand, a target, a persona, to know all of this? Mm -hmm. You know, the problem is, Owners do get to know their customers really well. And then that knowledge is never transferred. And you can tell. And here's how you can tell. You should do this in your organization yep. just for fun. Go around and ask everybody, hey, I need you to give me one sentence why we exist. Mm -hmm. If I walk around this room right now and ask everybody that works here, do I get the same answer? No. Probably not. Yeah. Businesses are not always organized. Mm -hmm. And I believe when you think about marketing and sales, it really is clarity and organization that is the key to consistency because mm -hmm. consistency across all touch points. When you walk in, as they shake a hand, when they answer the call, when they reply to the email, the consistency in that is what creates trust. Trust is what closes conversion. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's like, how do you get them to trust you? Start with organization, consistency. Mm -hmm. Like having everybody understand the back end strategy of what you're trying to do, you know? Absolutely. And yeah. so we've seen that in our organization where we, a while back, it was just me, Brian, Ryan, a right. few other people. And so it's very easy to communicate and drive yeah. down that culture. Yeah. And you, and know, you and care. Yeah, of course. And we all care. And it's very easy to, when it's me or Ryan communicating to somebody saying, yes, like yeah. we know the mission, we know the brand. But now when we have 100 employees, and we scaled in the last year, we've had to spend a lot more time on building culture, on making sure that everybody understands the same mission so yeah. we don't lose you know, the vision that Ryan yeah. has created. Yeah. So I get it. It's so, so true. Huge. Mm -hmm. It's really important because I think the other thing is people think about marketing as like new customers. I think of marketing as like every experience across the organization, mm -hmm. everything from someone that cleans the place. You know, I worked at the Cardone mm -hmm. Institute for a while. Their janitors will close deals. <laughs> Like literally everybody is in alignment on mm -hmm. the mission and they're all incentivized to carry it out. So, you know, I really, I, I can really respect an organization that, that has an organized culture and they understand all those pieces. But the, the other thing is don't be so focused on net new when you're thinking of leads or marketing. Don't be so focused on like, I'm going to build all this out so I can attract new people. How about super serve the people that are already there? Exactly. That's retention marketing. Mm -hmm. You can get an increase of 20% in revenue just by really understanding who you currently serve and going back and saying, 
how can we develop these relationships and move them faster mm -hmm. through a cycle? Absolutely, and that's what we've done here too. So we have, first we get them in the funnel with like first conversion. Sure. Then we roll out additional products, services that serve that same exact customer market. Cause I think, what is it? Second money is easier than first money. A hundred percent. All day long. Yep. So, and we, we love doing that. Yeah. So yeah, you big believer in it. loyal following. Yeah. Your engagement's great. Yeah, it's, it's getting better too, which yeah. we're really excited well, about. I think the key for you guys too is authenticity. Yeah. You can't fake that. There's no book or strategy that says how to be authentic. Mm -hmm. And that's a kudos to whoever hires here. So Ryan obviously kicks things off and mm -hmm. then he filters in a process to bring other great talent. And the more respectful that talent is, the more it aligns with the culture, the more authentic you guys are. Absolutely. So that's what I that's what I love about what you guys are doing here. Yeah. And we vet everybody. We have like our four core values, you know, train daily, play fair, no ego, serve others. And so if you, back to your question about like what they know about our culture. If you ask anybody out there, they at least know our core values. That's great. And then that's the measure that we use for yeah. all hires. And then obviously we do a lot more like in yeah. terms of skills assessments, all that. But if they don't meet those four, then they're not going to be here for, for very long. Yeah. And we do a self an evaluation every quarter where we're like, that's all right, great. are they still in alignment? with those goals and if they're not then they're out of here yeah, you got a machine that spits them out mm -hmm. That's absolutely great. so you know walk me through if again if i'm rel if i'm relatively new so i've established you know I, I have my brand messaging i have everything that you've mentioned so far mm -hmm. what do i do next yeah you've built your strategy yep like you've got all those core pieces mm -hmm. there's three pillars you want to think about own paid and earned that's Ooh. it. Okay. Everybody always thinks like, ah, marketing's so confusing. I don't know where to go. Where do I spend my money? How do I connect with my consumer? There are three places you can connect with people. Mm -hmm. Owned. I control it. No one else tells me what to do. Do you have landing pages? Absolutely. Can you put a picture of my butt on it if you wanted to? We really could. You wouldn't want to do that. It wouldn't sell. It might. It could actually. <laughs> Ryan is definitely not going down the OnlyFans route. There's no. no question. But, <laughs> but the point is you own it. Yep. As a crude example, Buck, my father, who is a preacher, <laughs> would be very, he'd say, Buck, that's ugly. Don't talk like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm making a point. You yeah. own it. Yep, you can exactly. Do the we dumbest can, thing in the whatever world. Whatever we want. Whatever you want. Those are owned properties. Mm -hmm. So you've got a database filled with phone numbers and emails. Do you own those? Yes. Yeah, they're yours. Mm -hmm. You own them, right? So you've got all these places that you own that you can create connections. Mm -hmm. Now, you have another pillar. It's called paid. In order to reach more eyes and ears, people to see or hear you, mm -hmm. you have to pay to play. Facebook, apps, mm -hmm. billboards, TV, yep. digital, outdoor, whatever it is, sponsorships, you could sponsor something. Mm -hmm. It's paid to reach more people. So that's your second pillar. Third pillar is earned. You don't own it and you can't pay for it. Mm -hmm. I sat down and had a great podcast and I told two other people and they came and joined your workshop. Mm -hmm. Right, they they joined your your wealth comp, mm -hmm. right? That's earned. Yep, you didn't pay me to go do it. I wasn't an influencer or an ambassador that mm -hmm. you paid because that is paid. Yep, right. I was just a guy that sat down and met you, and I went and told two people how freaking cool it was that you guys were doing the wealth comp, and people wanted to join. And when they bought, that was earned. The best ROI any business can get is earned. It's also the most dangerous. If I sat down and you were an ass, and mm -hmm. I didn't like what you guys were doing, and I didn't like the back end operation, I tell people don't work with them. That's also earned. Now, yeah, restaurants with three bad reviews because people went home and puked, that's bad <laughs> earned. Yep. And you will not get new customers. So it's just as good as it is bad. So you gotta be really careful with earned. But those are the three pillars. So then I would say to you, if you really know who you are and you really know who they are, my question is, where is there a conversation across those three pillars that you 
are not a part of that you should be a part of. Mm. And now, now listen very carefully to what I said. Don't go start a conversation. Where are there conversations happening? Challenges in business owners' lives, right? Places where they're asking for help and they're taking initiative to create conversations. Where are you joining those conversations with solutions? Where are you doing it? You're very much doing that with this podcast. Mm-hmm. They're on podcasts listening, business owners, because they're listening for help and support because they're hungry and they want to grow. And so that's the idea is like, but this is one, right? And is this owned or paid? It's owned until we promote it, then it's paid, right? We can promote the podcast on social, mm-hmm. now we're in paid. Yep. So my point is plan it out, get the budget, attack the forecast, understand all of those d- the data points. And then I would say plan out and, and, and be very specific so that you have an ROI. Be very specific about where are you going? How much does it cost to get there? Mm-hmm. And what is your expected return? Because when you market with no expected return, it's like driving a Ferrari in this beautiful studio mm-hmm. and you're doing donuts in a cul-de-sac because you don't have your Google map. Yep. You got to know what is my expectation? How much growth? How many downloads did we get this week? And how many downloads mm-hmm. do we want or do, should we get next week? Right. How do we continue to drive that? And then from those downloads, what's the residual to the business? Mm-hmm. Like map out all those own paid and earned journeys. Understand where they come in. Understand where we qualify who they are and where we move them into the next mm-hmm. cycle and which platform we move them into. 